Good morning, everyone, and welcome to HPAC On The Air, the monthly podcast of HPAC Engineering Magazine. I'm Ron McManamy, Editor-in-Chief of HPAC Engineering, and our focus this month is on the next generation of our profession. With that in mind, uh, we have three of the leadership here of the Young Engineers of ASHRAE, um, YEA. They will update us on the many forward-looking efforts they have currently underway and what it means for the future, not just of our industry, but um, well, for the planet as well, I, w- I would assume. So, anyways, I'll, I'll let uh, I'll let them introduce themselves, and and, uh, and then we'll get we'll get going with the questions. So, um, I guess uh, maybe we start with you, Baki. For having us, Rob. So, my name is Baki Svetanovich. I'm uh, based out of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Um, I'm the current uh, Young Engineers of Ashray Chair, uh, and I'm also Mechanical Engineering Lead over at uh, Atkins Realis in the Vancouver office. And uh, Elise. I'm Elise Killen. I'm based in the San Francisco Bay Area in California. Um, I am the current junior vice chair of the YA committee at ASHRAE, and I'm a project manager for a design build contractor. Thank you. And Bruno, what's... All right. Uh, my name is Bruno Martinez. I'm based in Brazil right now in Curitiba, but sometimes in Sao Paulo as well. I am a mechanical engineer. I work for uh, a green... A company called Green Yellow. Uh, I'm the senior uh, vice chair of the EA, uh, and next year I will be the EA chair. Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much for all of you for joining us again. Um, and I guess it's just just to get started, and you can decide who who wants to answer first, I guess. But could you please just give us a bit of a history of, about the young engineers in Ashray and, and its current makeup, uh, other than yourselves and uh, and mission? I guess it tells a little, and uh, yeah, just go into that a little bit if you would. Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll step into this one uh, to be the first one. Um, and it's funny actually that you asked this question. We were previously talking about maybe having a yay historian uh, to try and keep us on track. We get asked about this a lot, but. Uh, We've uh, we've gone through so many uh, uh, leadership since uh, since our initiation that uh, uh, we, we need to do a better job of keeping track of this. But uh, we did manage to dig it up. Um, so <laughs> we officially became a standing committee of members council on July 1st, 2020, uh, 2007, actually, a little while ago. Uh, prior to this, uh, Ye functioned as a subcommittee of the membership promotion uh, committee. Um, uh, our goal generally is to enhance our uh, member uh, benefits for young engineers in ASHRAE uh, by identifying, creating, and supporting activities uh, focused on uh, their specific needs. And our primary focus is attracting and developing uh, YAA members for future membership and leadership within ASHRAE and the HVAC uh, industry. Um, Really just trying to up our members uh, and support them in their growth. And how many members do you have now? about 20% of overall uh, ASHRAE membership. Um, I forget the number, but I think we're sitting mm, probably at about 5,000 okay. members. I can dig that up. Maybe about 10,000 members. Okay. Um, and the the age uh, restrictions, I guess, on being a member? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny because some of us are a little bit older than uh, than the A, uh, the A restrictions, uh, but it's uh, 35 years and younger. Uh, unless you're in the committee uh, and you've started the committee before uh, you've aged out. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess what, what and, and are we calling it, you, you are the, it's the yay committee, right? Is the yay, uh, is that what? Yeah, that's what we like to call ourselves. 
Yeah. Well, yay. Okay. All right. Um, well, yes, please tell us a little bit about, that. I know you were particularly involved with, uh, with Ginger Scoggins, uh, uh, with the decarbonization challenge that, uh, that she had launched, I guess, uh, with the start of her presidency with ASHRAE. And I, I guess you guys had administered it for the, for the, the society. So describe where you, where we go from here now that the initial grants were announced at the winter conference and, and, uh, I guess the overall involvement that, uh, yay has had with that. Yeah, I can, I can take over this one. Um, so at the winter conference in Atlanta, Ginger's presidential advisory committee came to us and said, we want you guys to administer this decarbonization challenge fund. And we want to announce it by the annual conference in Tampa. And we want it done by the annual conference in Indianapolis. And we were like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you need something done, have it, have Yay do it, I guess. And so we, um, we, built a team led by Zach Alderman and Madison, Madison Schultz. Um, we were able to design this program in about five months so that it could be announced at the annual conference in Tampa. Um, <clears throat> we opened applications in November. We received 43 applicants and we were able to award over $65,000 of funding to nine project teams from five continents. They're projected to save at least 2.3 million kilograms of carbon by completion of the projects. And they have the potential to save millions more over the lifetime of the projects. Ashway also received $84,000 of matching funds, which more than doubled our impact. Um, all of the projects will be complete by the annual conference in Indianapolis. So wow. right now we're working on setting up, yeah, uh, quick, quick turnaround, but that was part of the deal, right? Um, we're working on setting up a roundtable program so that each presentation kind of present on their project, uh, what went well, lessons learned, things like that. Um, so keep your eye out for that if you're in Indianapolis. And then there is some talk of potentially continuing this fund as kind of a diversity initiative moving forward. Um, but we're hopeful that even if that doesn't come to fruition, that just other chapters, regions, societies will be kind of inspired by this and continue to, um, keep funding decarbonization initiatives, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, as I recall from our podcast with Ginger, uh, uh, I guess at the start of her presidency, she, she, she had said, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. So <laughs> I guess found a group of, group of busy people there. And so so the big checks that, you know, the oversized checks that were presented in Chicago, um, were those, I mean, the money has already been dispersed and now it's being spent this uh, in the next four months uh, and you'll see how it, how it all goes uh, by the yes. conference is just in June, right? In the Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah correct. Okay, well, that's uh, that's ambitious and, and accelerated. Um, yeah. And uh, and I guess just, just on that with, with the outreach, did you, uh, I guess, did, did you go to, you went to various chapters, right? And and that's uh, that's how you got the, the, the word out there to- yeah. Yeah, so we were able to, um, each of, every region has a YEA member um, of the YEA committee at the region. So we put, we put together a PowerPoint that kind of went over the project or the, the competition of what we were looking for in projects. And we had the YEA chairs present those at the chapter regional conferences. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also had webinars um, where just anyone could attend them if you ask questions. Uh, we kind of did the same presentation. Um, and then just, yeah, also had people presented at their chapters, just kind of tried to, you know, we didn't have a ton of time. So just tried to get the word out mm -hmm. um, as efficiently as we could. Okay. Well, it seems like it's, uh, seems like it's caught on so far. Um, now, aside from de decarbonization, so much, so much change is happening in, in our industry now, particularly with, um, 
transformative technology uh, of all sorts. Now, undoubtedly, the young engineers are already at the forefront of that transition. Um, and uh, I'm sure older engineers are, are seeking your guidance about many of it. Uh, but just tell us tell us what the YEA is, is most excited about now for industry, whether it's, I don't know, AI or remote monitoring or uh, other energy efficiency things. So, so what's ahead, I guess? Who, who can speak to that? Yeah, I, I can answer this one. Uh, I mean, I think uh, the EA members are more, most excited about sustainability in general mm -hmm. and everything that is involved with sustainability. And uh, uh, one thing that uh, me personally, I work with uh, energy efficiency and I see a lot of EA members like are working with um, lead certifications, uh, ring design, and usually they are uh, uh, gravitating around these areas. Uh, what, of course, AI is something that is very interesting for everyone and everybody's trying to understand how uh, they can use it and uh, maybe increase the energy efficiency of a system or maybe increase uh, the energy efficiency of a building. And uh, of course, the EA, uh, the EA members is very excited about all these technologies. Uh, we know that uh, ASHRAE has the TCs, the technical committees that uh, take care of uh, the technical part of ASHRAE. Um, and uh, we know that the young engineers usually are most inter interested about energy efficiency, uh, TCs that take take care of energy efficiency, like the TC that works with nine, uh, the 9.1, and also oh, controls, there is uh, TCs that they uh, talk about controls and you see a lot of young engineers that want to participate in this area. And it, it depends a lot what is uh, your career is driving you. And uh, we are seeing a lot of uh, EA members working every part of the HAVC industry. So uh, I saw uh, young engineers that are very excited about exhausting systems, you know? So it really depends where you are working right now. When you say, so you're talking about exhaust systems? Is that? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, and again, that's in, in use of controls for that, I would assume. Yeah, you you, you use a lot of control for that, for that and there is a lot of regulations. So usually something that is a lot, for some people it's boring because you have to be like very specific in the regulations, you know? Mm -hmm. But if you work with this, if, you, if it's something that you are passionate about it, it doesn't matter if you are young or old, you know, like uh, mm -hmm. you, you're, gonna, you're gonna do a lot of things, nice things in this field. Okay, well that, I mean, that is exciting. And I guess just to get back to AI for a moment, is there a kind of a subcommittee or anything or is anybody within uh, Yay, um, further ahead than, than others or how is it being is it being used in any ways yet practically i guess uh for, for many firms i mean uh naturally don't naturally in our committee right now we don't have anything uh that uh specific for ai and something that we can we might think about it in the in the future but mm -hmm. I, I mean nobody knows and Sometimes people are a little bit afraid of the technology, how it will evolve and how it will affect our market and how mm -hmm. it will affect ASHRAE. So uh, we, we like to do baby steps on that, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, uh, 
where we can take the best of the technology. And it's something, of course, that DA can take the lead. Okay. I would assume, and I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't uh, mention this earlier, but just with, I assume cybersecurity is part of the whole uh, uh, initiatives as well as with, with the technology that you, that you folks are all looking at. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Correct. Um, just looking at, at other uh, uh, initiatives underway, I guess we also hear, hear so much about diversity, equity, and inclusion in, in, in so many businesses, and actually with, within ASHRAE as well. Um, how does how does YAY support uh, DEI efforts, I guess, internally, externally, and how do you foresee that reshaping uh, uh, HVACR engineering in the years ahead? I'm not no, sure that's a good so. question. Okay. I can do this one. Um, yeah, it's definitely no secret that ASHRAE is not the most diverse society, um, lots of old white men, but I do think within the YA committee, we are a significantly more diverse committee than society at large, um, which I think is really a good sign for the future because, you know, we're the people coming into the industry and we're going to be, you know, a bigger and bigger part of the industry in the future. Um, I think within our committee, we you know, we don't have a huge say of who comes on our committee. It's all selected by the regions, but we do try to, when we're organizing our subcommittees, make sure that we have international presence on each subcommittee, make sure we have a good balance of men and women, um, things like that. So we do try to do what we can to be um, aware of diversity and, and increase that however we can. Um, and then also just being inclusive. I think there's nobody that can walk into our committee room that doesn't feel welcome. Um, and that definitely is not true of any room at society. Um, so I think that's really important to us. The other thing is that we're really, um, on our committee externally, we're focused on increasing membership internationally. Um, I think you know at, most of our members are from America um, and Canada, but when you bring in more, there's so much research that shows that when you bring in more diverse opinions and insights, you produce better work more efficiently, you know, so on and so forth. So. We host one of our YA leadership weekends internationally every year um, that rotates between, I think, region 13, 14, a region at large, I guess the two regions at large now. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also this year, next month, are hosting our first um, North American YA leadership weekend in Mexico, which has three times the attendance from Central and South American members and we've seen at all of the other weekends in the past decade combined. So we're really excited about that, um, just bringing new voices in the room. Our, like Baki touched on earlier, one of our goals is building up future leadership. So I think the more people we can bring into the room and have feel welcomed into ASHRAE from a younger age, the, you know, the better future our society has moving forward. And when is that meeting, did you say, the, the one in Mexico? Yes, it's in Mexico City. I believe it's March 21st through 23rd, something like that. Oh, okay, so it's coming right up. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yes. uh, how, how many member? How many? How many? How many folks you expected that one over overall? Um, we sold out membership, or um, we sold out attendance, which is 30 people, capped at 30. Okay, that's that's sort of spring breakish, but I guess uh, you guys have <laughs> yeah. passed that, I assume. Yeah, we thought about hosting him in Cancun, but decided maybe, <laughs> maybe we should do Mexico City. <laughs> probably wise. Um, okay, well then, I guess finally, I, I know we, our time is a bit limited. So, how does the 
how does how does Yay interact, I guess, with its members, and what sorts of programs have you been implementing to bring value to them? I guess would you say just in general, just about uh, I guess how how you're communicating overall with with all your members yeah. as, as as it's growing too. Baki, I'll, I guess I'll I'll let you close with this. Yeah, thanks, Rob. <laughs> I think there's a lot to say um, in terms of the programs that we offer and how we're really trying to reach out to our members. Um, you know, going back to like we're really trying to engage our members and kind of uh, get get them more active in their involvement in ASHRAE. Um, you know, the three of us are good examples of, you know, what you can do in your ASHRAE career. And, and I think we've all seen like quite a bit of value in our own careers uh, in terms of growth. Um, so we want to really kind of extend that to our membership as well. Um, in terms of how we you know, how, how we really want to drive that. Like we, we do have these programs, like Elise mentioned, we have these leadership weekends where we're trying to kind of bridge the gap between uh, the engineer and the leader, supervisor, manager, and really bring, you know, push our uh, membership uh, towards those goals if they have them. We're also looking at uh, kind of expanding uh, more involvement on the technical side because ASHRAE is such a large technical organization. There's kind of like a, technical arm that's that's much larger than kind of the the governance arm um, that uh, uh, you know that that there's a lot of work happening um, through technical committees uh, through attending and speaking at conferences um, and there's there's a lot more than the winter and annual conference that exists within ASHRAE there's a lot of these topical conferences so we're trying to bring awareness we're trying to encourage members and make it a lot more uh, uh, exciting and a lot less scary to get involved in these type of things. Um, we're trying to engage them through uh, like scholarships and grants uh, to attend these events as well, right? By uh, And that really is helping us kind of on the diversity uh, front by bringing in uh, individuals from, uh, um, you know, uh, more difficult economic backgrounds. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, And finally, I think we're, we're really also trying to engage uh, uh, some employers as well. What we've seen is particularly uh, young engineers and uh, young members of ASHRAE, uh, the ones that are most involved are typically the ones where they have their leaders, their mentors, uh, their employers saying, hey, like there is actually a lot of benefit to what happens over here. Like try joining, you know, we'll, we'll help you out. We'll uh, maybe even fund uh, a portion of your uh, involvement. Um, and, uh, it, and that does really help. So we're, we're really trying to kind of get engaged with, uh, yay. And, um, you know, people that are focused on getting gay involved as well. Um, okay. That's that what I was going to ask. You. Well. Yeah. When you, when you mentioned mentorship, I was going to ask about that. If, if, if a member is, is aging out of the committee, does that mean that they, uh, are they required to have a replacement before they uh, before they they're allowed to leave? <laughs> I guess <laughs> we 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 do. Uh, we're we're constantly uh, you know kind of going through membership of the committee, uh, so we're pretty mm -hmm. good. But if you're talking about overall, yeah, you know we we have been kind of on a growth uh, mm -hmm. as as far as back as I can remember. I think there was a slight dip during the pandemic, uh, mm -hmm. but there is a lot of interest in what we do, uh, not just from uh, the younger group, but also from the older group. In terms of mentorship, we're, 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 we've been trying to figure that out for a while, especially with, uh, uh, you know, the College of Fellows. We, we, we really want to get this right um, and, you know, get, uh, get our membership involved with some mentors throughout ASHRAE, you know, for their ASHRAE experience and for their own career. 
but it's a volunteer organization. So um, mm-hmm. it does require some time. And we want to make sure that, uh, you know, we put together uh, a, a way to do this in the most efficient way possible. Okay. Bruno, since you're, since you are here for any, I feel like I'd be remiss without asking an international questions just about, about how the, uh, um, uh, I guess excitement is in, in Brazil or South America for, for these issues, or, or I don't know, like excitement or urgency or how you might describe it. But uh, um, if you could just talk a little bit about that, uh, I think that might be, uh, be helpful too. Sure, absolutely. And uh, just taking one, one point, important point that I uh, Bat mentioned, uh, the mentorship culture is something much, much related to North America. So uh, I think like every time that I go to a conference in in United States or uh, in Canada, I think that there is a, such a nice mentorship program and we don't have this kind of thing here in South America. I don't know why, something related to our culture. And uh, this is, uh, this is I invite for everyone that is in South America or another continent that want to have this kind of experience and don't have this experience. Uh, we have such a nice program, like a, a Leadership EU program that you can shadow a VP of the ASHRAE during the whole conference. And it's for free. The, 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 the project pay everything for you, like travel, uh, uh, hotel, and the conference, everything. So it's an amazing opportunity to know how Asher works from inside and have uh, this uh, really nice experience to uh, to work with a mentor. And Mm -hmm. uh, I I love this kind of programs. Asher is full of those. Uh, The the EA program has a lot of this. And uh, it's it's nice to see how people uh, start to grow when they have like that that kind of opportunity, uh, myself I have this kind of opportunity, and this is why I'm I I I just get in love of Ashray, you know, and I will be volunteer forever. So we need <laughs> more more of this in in the society, and of course we need to grow this kind of of think abroad. Right now in Brazil we we have like a two chapters one in the north of the country and one in the south of the country. Uh, uh, and right now we are having a big event in the north of the country uh, organized by the ASHRAE chapter here related to building automation. More than 300 people with three DLs uh, mm-hmm. that came from the society to talk about building automation. And uh, this is amazing, you know, like sharing knowledge abroad everywhere. And this really deep knowledge that Ashray has, you know, about all these systems, there is someone that knows a lot of building automation in the world right now in Brazil doing a presentation for the Brazilian members. This is amazing, you know, like uh, make you be more passionate about the society. I don't know if I answer your question, but, you know. Uh, well, I, th- I think so. And you conveyed the enthusiasm that uh, <laughs> yeah. is down in Brazil as well. And uh, um and again, thanks you, thank you all for for joining us today. I think we probably have run out of time here. So, uh, but again, thank you for for sharing all of that. Um, thanks so much for joining us with uh, on the podcast and for our listeners. And I wish all of you uh, the best of luck with the uh, with all these initiatives you have ahead and and uh, and the other ones that uh, that you're not expecting. I guess that will uh, will emerge as well. Um, but uh, so, thanks again to all of you for uh, for joining us today. 
Um, and uh, if you like what you heard here today um, um, on HPAC on the air, I invite everybody to uh, uh, to click like and share this with uh, with their colleagues and and, uh, and friends at work. And um, otherwise, we'll just we'll try to check back in with uh, with Yay um, maybe a year from now and see how, how things are going. So again, thank you, Elise, Bruno, Baki for for your time, and I uh, wish everybody a, a a wonderful rest of the month here uh, as spring starts in March. Take care. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thanks all of you. Thanks. <laughs>